0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since I have been active on this podcast, mainly because my son got married to a beautiful young lady named Esther. May God bless them. But I am back. And here we go. What a time for me to be gone in the month right before one of the most important elections we have had in many, many a decade. Well, let me catch up with you a little bit. First of all, almost all of you, or many of you anyway, have been asking me to answer some questions and some important questions about this election. And one of the big questions is, I predicted earlier this year that Donald Trump, despite all the prognosticators, despite all the things against him, might win This election. I didn't say it was automatic, but I said he could, uh, despite the trends that are against him. So people are saying, Do you still think he can win? Well, I'll tell you what, I predicted that back in the spring, and it's as though Donald Trump heard me and decided to defy me. He has, since that moment, set himself on fire. He's answered questions horribly, he's conducted himself badly in debates, he has Raised questions about whether he's going to accommodate, uh, you know, uh, comply with a, a, a duly and legally conducted election, etc., etc. So, right now, it is more likely that Joe Biden is going to win. The electoral math is with him. However, I have to say, one of the things that happened in 2016 is that a great many people who were pro-Trump didn't show up in polls, uh, didn't comply with pollsters, may even have lied to pollsters just to spring a surprise on them. And so it's possible that could happen again. But right now, the, the, the serious money, the betting money, and I mean that quite literally, by the way, Wall Street clearly is giving money in major ways, major amounts to Joe Biden's campaign into the Democrats. Clearly, the trend is towards the Democrats. However, it is still theoretically possible that Donald Trump could win. So I'm not waffling. I think it's 80% chance, 70% chance that Joe Biden is going to win this election. But there's still a chance, and that chance is going to be determined by debates it's going to be determined by any major events, surprising events that pop up here uh, in the next little while, and any other you know, act of God or some outlandish thing that takes place. Either one of these candidates can implode between now and then. But right now, all things being equal, quick don't rise, as they say in Texas, I would predict that Joe Biden is going to win. Now, We've also had, since we spoke last time, the uh, amazing nomination of Amy Coney Barrett for the Supreme Court. She's a conservative. She's a professor, not only a judge, but also a professor at Notre Dame. Everything that comes out of Notre Dame is amazing, as we know, at least since the movie Rudy. And uh, she is a conservative, obviously. She is a disciple of Justice Scalia. She has seven children, two of them African-American, adopted from Haiti. She is Roman Catholic. She is also charismatic Pentecostal, for those of you who know what that means. And we have now, had the hearings. So let me back up for just a moment. I made a statement some weeks ago that some people have asked me to clarify. I said that while we do need to delve into the faith of people in the executive branch and people in the legislative branch, we don't need to make an issue as much of those who are in the judiciary. And some of you said, why in the world would you say that? Well, let me explain. Judges at every level have the responsibility of interpreting the law. They are not supposed to, nor do most of them, bring their personal faith, uh, even their personal moral grid, to their judgments. They are supposed to be interpreting the law. Justices on the Supreme Court are supposed to be deciding what's constitutional and what's not. They're not supposed to be engaged in, juris, uh, uh, in legal realism. They're not supposed to be engaged in sociological jurisprudence, which means uh, you know judges deciding what the law is gonna be. No, their job is to determine what's constitutional and what's not. They are not supposed to create law. Now, legislative leaders, executive leaders in government, But they use more of their judgment in their policies. They bring more of their value system. Their job is to uh, propose laws, think in terms of what's good for the people, think in terms of innovative solutions. They bring more of their faith, more of their value system to play in what they do. Judges are not supposed to have that option. That's why we say things like uh, being sober as a judge or you know, being as objective as a judge, things like that throughout history that we've said, because they're not supposed to determine, they're not supposed to allow their faith to determine their judgments. So That's why I said that. That's been the longstanding American tradition. Of course, we know it doesn't always happen that way, uh, but that is the preference. Now, it's been interesting in the hearings. I'll have to say that Amy Coney Barrett has done an absolutely stellar job in the hearings. She has been poised. She has been controlled. She has spoken movingly about the price of this uh, nomination to the Supreme Court, to her family. Uh, She has answered questions about who does the laundry at her house. She's answered questions about her two black children, She's probably read in the press. The Washington Post, by the way, has been disgusting in this entire affair, uh, raising questions about whether her, her children are uh, window dressing, these two uh, dark-skinned children, these two black children from Haiti. Um, And she has spoken movingly about uh, watching some of the deaths of uh, blacks, African-Americans at the hands of the police of late, and sitting with her black children and and having her daughter weep, concerned about the future of her children. How can I have children in this country if people with skin like mine are going to be treated this way? And and Amy Coney Barrett wept with her daughter, put her arms around her and wept with her It seems to me this is what we want in American jurisprudence. This is what we want on the Supreme Court. We want somebody who understands prejudice. We want somebody who welcomes African Americans into her white family. We want somebody uh, who who is... as a person of faith, and uh, and yet has reached beyond that in her life, we want somebody with this kind of experience and university professor experience, close to students, et cetera. This seems to be the kind of person we want. And I'll have to say that as much as some of the interrogators on these committees have done their best, and Kamala Harris was was disgusting in the whole matter, and that's not just a political statement. She really was um, off balance. Um, the fact of the matter is that this is very much who we want. And also I'll have to say that her opponents have not been able to find anything uh, that disqualifies her. She is sane. She is stable. She is calm. She rightly refused to answer questions about hypotheticals. Uh, No no nominee to the Supreme Court should answer questions about how would you rule in this case? How would you rule in that if it's a hypothetical? You have their record. You know basically what they believe. Their nominated because of their record. That's the basis on which the decision should be made. And so these hearings are media events. And I'll tell you, some folks really, really misbehaved. And she was right not to answer questions about hypotheticals. She remained calm. She remained poised. I think she probably even convinced some some people across the aisle. And um, I deeply hope that she will, in fact, be appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, 've got some other uh, matters to consider and, and some other matters to, to think about. Um, what is likely to happen uh, here in the two weeks running up to the election? Well, uh, one of the things that I think where I think Donald Trump has embarrassed himself uh, is that he has made noise like he refuses to do uh, a debate that might be remote, where the two men might actually be in separate cities. Well, this has been done. Lord have mercy! Since the seventies, I mean, we've we basically I think it's been done since the sixties. Actually, this is normal. This is fine. This actually maybe assures a little bit less heat in the whole matter. This should be done in a COVID age. It's perfectly legitimate. Uh, Donald Trump should not oppose this. This is something that will work. On the other hand, I have to say, since some of you are asking me about this, there's no question that the handlers of both men are... Um, are a major factor at this point. Donald Trump's handlers are allowing him to sit on a stage with Savannah Guthrie about 10 to 15 feet away. He looks like he's shrunken. He looks like he's reduced and just let her plow into him. Whereas at the same time, Uh, Joe Biden's handlers are pretty much keeping him hidden. I mean, he's not performing very well live and on the stop. Within the last 10 days, he has actually said in a speech, this is what I believe and that's what I believe and that's why I'm running for the U.S. Senate no question. Look it up. Uh, he got confused about what he was running for. Now, I'm not going to engage in ageism. Uh, I think we should respect our elders. I don't know what his mental state is. I'm just saying there are a huge number of errors and gaffes, and his handlers try to keep him basically from live events, keep him basically, as they sometimes jokingly say, in the basement and this is a man uh, who does not do well live. So if if the campaign can force him out into more live events, he won't do as well. Neither man looks great. But quite frankly, Joe Biden's handlers are doing a far better job. And that's why he is ahead in the polls and very likely to win. Well, Let's let's change from projecting what might happen uh, in terms of the campaign, and let's talk about what will happen if Joe Biden does in fact win. Uh, Joe Biden will, will uh, take office, of course, in January. Kamala Harris will be his vice president. She will provide over the Senate, of course. Uh, Joe Biden will be running for his second term about the time he's eighty. So it's very likely uh, that Kamala Harris. I mean, there may even be a plan in the works, um, a, a, a plan for uh, her to step up and take uh, the presidency. Uh, I don't know that that's the case. That's just rumor, obviously. Um, but it, you know, you're know, you going to end up with somebody who's, who's almost 85 uh, at the time that they're president, If should he run for a second term. So a lot of people, even on the left, even among Democrats, believe that there's some kind of deal in place. Joe Biden will be president for a first term, and then maybe he will step aside and let Kamala Harris run. So you possibly are looking uh, at a Kamala Harris presidency come out of this one way or the other, either after eight years of Joe Biden uh, or after four years of Joe Biden with a deal. Uh, this will be one of the most, not the most perhaps, but one of the most left-leaning um, administrations in American history. There's simply no question about it. Stridently pro-abortion, continuing many Obama-era policies. And so uh, I'm not here to be bigoted. I'm not here to be biased. You know where I am. I'm right of center, uh, but this will basically be something approximating the third term of Barack Obama. Of course, Biden was Barack Obama's vice president. Uh, he learned at that at his knee, so to speak, and this will be a continuation of that presidency. In almost every way. In fact, I think it's fair to say that Kamala Harris is further to the left than either one of the Obamas. So that's simply what you're going to have. I'm not, I'm not being bigoted in what I'm saying. I'm simply making statements that I think are true. And quite frankly, I hear from the lips of many people on the left. So that's what we're facing. And I'll have to say, uh, and this is harsh, and will be hard for some of you who are conservatives, remember that I'm right of center, that Donald Trump in the last six months, has run about the worst campaign I think I've ever seen, uh, has raised horrible questions about fundamental legalities, has botched COVID, uh, the handling of COVID, um, and has really uh, run as an undisciplined man uh, who does not take seriously, certainly some core American values, but uh, without question how to win an American election. He may do the big rallies, he may have had his own uh, coronavirus uh, sickness work against him but uh he his problems are far greater than that and um if he loses this election, I'm going to say it's squarely on his shoulders. Um, I know a few of his advisors. They've advised against a lot of what he's done. You never want to signal that you will not comply with a legal election in the United States, comply with the will of the voters Um, that he's raised. That specter has just been disastrous for him. So he has dropped in the polls uh, here in the last months. As I've already said, it's statistically likely that Joe Biden is going to win. And while I do not mean to dance on Donald Trump's grave, so to speak, politically speaking, um, I would have to say that the last six months or so have been some of the worst, at least from a, an election standpoint, some of the worst behavior by sitting president in American history. So where are we going? We'll talk about this more next week. Um, again, I, I'm right of center. As I've said many, many times, um, I wish for better candidates. I hope for better candidates. It's, uh, I think God is dealing with our nation, as you've heard me say before. But right now, Lord Will and Creek don't rise. Joe Biden's going to be next president of the United States. Kamala Harris is going to be the next vice president. And Donald Trump will transition out. And who knows? Maybe he'll have to leave the country as he keeps joking and kind of preparing people for his loss. But that loss looks like what is about to happen. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author